want to encourage you that it's time to move forward, yeah? It's time to move into the plans and purposes that God has for our life in 2024. And I've called this message today, Living on Mission. Living on Mission. With that word, mission, meaning to undertake a task one considers to be very important. It means to have purpose, direction, and intent. Purpose, direction, and intent. And can I just encourage you today that life is better when it's lived on mission. Life is so much better when it's lived on mission. Because when we're on mission, when we're living with purpose, direction, intent, we can overcome the the mundane things of life, the difficult things in life, because we know that it's all part of a bigger plan and a bigger journey that we are on. And we can overcome those things. We can cut through the white noise of life, the distractions of life to stay focused on what God has called us to do. And we can turn down the volume of all kinds of narratives that come our way, that want to push us out of shape in so many different directions, we can turn down the volume on that stuff and hear clearly what God is saying to us in our life when we live our life on mission. And I was actually reminded uh, last night, I was just thinking last night, about how powerful it is to live a life on mission. And how focused we can become and how much purpose and direction and intent we can have and how we can even overcome the difficult things when we have a sense of mission in what we're doing. And that last night I was I was just thinking about this and I a bit of a I don't know, a bit of a funny illustration, but I was thinking of a mission that I found myself on a couple of years ago. I thought it was a horrible mission, but what it was was I was actually leading a trip to the Philippines. I was leading a team over there and we had two nights in Singapore on the way home. Now, my wife found out that we had two nights in Singapore on the way home. So she sent me on a mission to find these shoes for her. Now, you've got to understand, when you get to know me, The thought of shopping in general horrifies me. I can last about 20 minutes, I reckon, before I need coffee and a sit down. I'm I'm a, what do I need? What shop am I going to? Walk in, walk out. If I can do it under five minutes, I'm a happy man. So the thought of looking all over Singapore for this pair of women's shoes was just like, Are you kidding me? But being the diligent wife that she is, she printed off a picture from the internet of what they look like and she drew a template around her foot and cut out this template around her foot so I knew what size to get. She even told me the shopping centre to go to. So I'm like, okay, okay, I think I can do this. And it was called Vivo City, Vivo City in Singapore. So... We're on our way home from this trip and I get to this shopping centre called Vivo City and I walk in and it is literally 1.5 million square square feet of shopping centre. 
my heart sunk. But I was on a mission. I had my, my photograph and I had my template. And so I was walking into every shoe shop in that place and I'm, I'm just going up to the counter and I'm saying, have you got one of these in this size? And, that, and they'd be like, well, no, we haven't got exactly that, but we've got something similar. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. I need one of these in one of these. Have you got it? Yes or no? No, sir. Okay, to the next shop. And I actually found myself caught up in this because this was actually quite exciting. I was on a mission. It was almost like hunting. It was almost like finding my prey. And I actually got so excited about it all that I ended up coming home with three pairs of shoes. (laughs) Because I was on mission and I was so focused on what I was doing that actually there was a sense of purpose about it, even in something that I didn't enjoy, even something that was a, that was a hassle and, and, and something that was unenjoyable to me, I was still able to enjoy it because I had a mission and a purpose behind it. Life is better when it's lived on mission. And I want to encourage us, church, being on mission, it, it, it helps us to have so much intentionality and purpose and direction in what we're doing and where we're going. And I think as a, as a society, as a, as a church, as individuals, we need that in our lives. We need God's sense of purpose. We need God's sense of direction and leading, his sense of mission in our lives. And I want to ask you, are you needing a bit of purpose in your church involvement right now? Get on mission with it. Are you needing a bit of direction at work? Get on mission. Develop a mission. Are you losing your purpose in following Jesus? Become part of his mission and you will find that place of of enjoyment and direction again. And what is Jesus' mission for every believer? What is Jesus' purpose, his, his intent for every believer, everyone who chooses to follow him? It's Matthew 28, 19 and 20. Matthew 28, 19 and 20, Jesus' mission and purpose to give direction and intent for every believer says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Are you feeling a little bit directionless in your relationship with Jesus? Are you feeling a little bit distant in your relationship with Jesus? Then the first question I would ask you is, who are you discipling? Who are you helping on their journey to follow Jesus Because when we become involved in Jesus' mission, which is helping others on their journey to follow him, his promise is, I will be with you always, surely to the end of the age. And I don't know about you, but I know for me, when I'm feeling a little bit distant from Jesus, I start to think, well, when was the last time I was working beside him to do something great for the kingdom? Because I've always found that Jesus is right in the middle of people's brokenness. He's right in the middle of people trying to find him. He's right in the middle of those who do not yet know him. And when I myself 
are in that place trying to help others on their journey to know Jesus. Man, I feel closer to Jesus at that point. So if you're feeling, what's my purpose following Jesus? I'm feeling a little bit distant from him. My encouragement to you would be, disciple somebody. Help somebody else on their journey to know him. That's when we'll feel closer to Jesus. It's one of the ways. And look, one of the reasons that I'm excited to be speaking with you today at Livestream Church about living life on mission is because that I know that you as, as a church are a church on mission. You're a church living on mission. And do you know how I know that you are a church on mission? Because it's on your website. That's true. When you go to your homepage under the About tab, it talks all about your mission. You need to read it a bit more often. You need to check it out. It's actually really, really good. It says about you as a church, you as a body of believers, a community of believers who are gathered together, it says our mission is keeping Jesus at the centre of everything we do. It says we welcome everybody. We place value on people. We build community both in person and online. And we reach out to the community and seeing it transform one life at a time. Man, that's a great mission. That's a church on mission that helps you to live on mission. And I love that because every joy-filled, fruitful follower of Jesus that I know has got a similar mission. We start with keeping Jesus at the center of everything we do, which ends with reaching out to those around us and seeing communities transformed one life at a time. And I want to encourage you, make that your mission. Keeping Jesus at the center of everything you do and reach out to those around you to help them on their journey to know him as well. And when I look at how Jesus modeled to his disciples how to live on mission, it is exactly that. It started with a personal encounter with him, saying yes to an invitation from him, which led them to live a life which was helping those around them to know more about the kingdom of God. And this is found in Matthew chapter 4, verse 18 to 22. This is Jesus modeling to his disciples and modeling to us what a life of mission looks like. Verse 18 As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, and they were in a boat with their father, Zebedee, preparing their nets. Jesus called to them, and immediately they left their boat and their father, and they followed him. Man, talk about a mission, beginning with a personal encounter with Jesus, ending with reaching out to those around. Come, follow me. Come, follow me. Three simple words, one powerful invitation 
to begin living a life of mission. It's an invitation that Jesus gave to those young fishermen thousands of years ago. And it's an invitation that Jesus is still giving to you and I today. Come follow me and I will take you on a life on mission with purpose, knowing me, learning about the kingdom and helping other people. Have you chosen that invitation today? Have you chosen to follow Jesus today? And look, we might not know everything about what the journey is going to look like following Jesus and choosing to live a life on mission, but three things that we do know are these. The first thing that we know when we choose to live a life on mission by following Jesus, we know, number one, that we choose a life beyond ourselves. We choose a life beyond ourselves. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. Jesus makes it very clear that our relationship with him is about a whole lot more than just ourselves. It's about reaching out and helping those around us. It's about bringing others on a journey with us. And I love how Jesus explained this in a way that these men would understand. I mean, have you ever noticed that it was only ever to fishermen that Jesus said, I will make you fishers of men? I'm sure if he was talking to farmers, he would have said something like, come follow me and I will make you harvesters of men. Or the rich young ruler, he explained about, come follow me, sell what you have, become generous and come follow me. He talked in financial terms because that is what that guy would have understood. And I believe that Jesus was wanting to say to those fishermen that day that, I want to take the skills that you have. I want to take the life experience that you have. I want to take the things that make you, you. And I want to take you on a journey and use those things to reach out and help other people. And I believe that Jesus would say the same thing to you and I today. I believe that Jesus wants to take the, the, the things in our lives that we might see as ordinary, that we might see as mundane, that we might see as, well, that's just something that I do. That's just a gift that I have. That's just a skill that I've acquired. Something that we see as so ordinary could actually be our superpower for the kingdom of God. So I really want to encourage you with that. And there is things in your life, things in your life that you see as ordinary Yet in the kingdom, in the hands of Jesus, could actually be a superpower for the kingdom of God. And we need to understand this because if we, we're not up to that point yet, sorry. It's coming. We need to understand this, church. You've got to get this. You've got to get this, that you have gifts and talents that you might see as ordinary, which can become your superpower for the kingdom of God. We need to understand this because if we don't value what is in our life, we will spend our entire lives trying to look like somebody else and sound like somebody else and be like somebody else because we think, well, God could use them, but he can't use me. So what you have, my encouragement for you today is what you have in your hand, in your life, your, the, the skill, the, 
could be a gift of hospitality, could be a gift of entrepreneurship or administration or trade skills, whatever it is, that's your superpower for the kingdom. Don't overlook it and wish you were somebody else because Jesus wants to use that to help others on their journey. So that's number one, is that we live a life beyond ourselves. And number two, now we can, yeah, now we can put it up, sorry, a life beyond the ordinary. So not only do we choose to live a life beyond ourselves and helping others on their journey, we also, when we choose to live on mission by following Jesus, we actually choose a life beyond the ordinary. Going on from there, he saw two brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, and they were in a boat with their father, Zebedee, preparing their nets. James and John, they were good guys. They were doing a good job. It was safe. It was stable. They were doing what their father had done and probably what his father had done. And there was nothing wrong with it. It was, it was all they'd ever known. But Jesus was calling them away from the comfortable and the familiar into the extraordinary and the unknown. And he took these guys on a journey. He took them on a mission. And he said, come and hang out with me and I will develop you into leaders of the early church. You guys become pillars of the early church. I will take you to places where you never dreamed and do things that you never dreamed you would ever do. But it never would have happened if they stayed within the comfortable and the familiar of their little fishing village with their little fishing nets and their little fishing boats. They had to step beyond the ordinary. They had to step beyond the safe to really see what God had for their lives. And I remember this so clearly, so clearly. At 23 years of age, I just started, I just began my journey with Jesus. Pastor Peter would remember this uh, young cowboy, Bogan, coming into church. And Pastor Peter took me under his wing and, and, and shaped me into who I am today, had a huge part in that. But I remember one Sunday night at church, just worshipping Jesus, just this brand new Christian. And I remember God speaking to my heart. It was just like this internal conversation during worship. It wasn't a big booming voice, just this internal conversation with God. And, and it was just this impression that I felt within me, which God was saying, Dean, if all you see yourself is as one of the boys, then that's all you're ever going to be. And I knew at that point that Jesus was calling me to something beyond the familiar. I knew that Jesus was saying to me that night that if I wanted to live an ordinary life, that's okay, but I was going to reap ordinary results. But if I chose to live beyond the ordinary, if I chose to step out of the familiar and, and what was comfortable to me and into a place of faith, and unknown with Jesus, then there, my life was going to open up into something completely different, which I've seen that journey unfold over the last 20 years. And I want to encourage you, church, to really experience a life on mission. We've got to go beyond the comfortable. We've got to go beyond the familiar. We've got to go beyond what we've always known and step into the faith realm. And we will see God do great things in our lives. And the last thought is this. 
When we choose a life of mission, we choose a life of transformation. We choose a life of transformation. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. See, these guys didn't know it at the time, but what Jesus was saying to them was, I don't see you for who you are right now. I see you for who you can become. Right now, you are just ordinary, uneducated fishermen. But come and hang out with me for three and a half years. Walk down the road and walk down the journey with me for three and a half years. Sit around campfires together with me. Let's have meals together. Let's, let's spend time together. Spend time with me for three and a half years. Let me impart the kingdom into you. Let me teach you my view on life. Let me show you by example what love looks like. Let me show you by example what forgiveness looks like. And you will become pillars of the early church. You will take my gospel to the ends of the earth. You will heal sick people and see them made well. You will make disciples. See, I don't see you for who you are right now. I see you for who you will become. And again, I believe we need to hear this this morning. I believe that we need to know that, that Jesus, when he looks at you and I, he doesn't see who we are right now. He sees who we can become if we choose to live a life on mission with him. He can see beyond our brokenness. He can see beyond our faults and flaws, and he sees who he can transform us into. And I want to encourage you, church. Jesus is not looking for people who's got it all together to do great things with. He's just looking for people who are willing. We don't need to have it all together. We, we don't need a, 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 a Bible college, a theology degree before we can serve him. We just need to be willing. I mean, have you ever noticed? Have you ever noticed how often Jesus went beyond the synagogues and the temples, the church of his day, to find his followers and disciples? He went to the, the edges of lakes. He went to tax collecting booths. He, he called people down from sycamore trees. He, he, he called people out of crowds in paddocks. He went beyond the norm because he saw potential in ordinary everyday people to become extraordinary for the kingdom of God. And so Jesus has a plan for your life. If you choose to live on mission, if you choose to live beyond yourself and beyond the the ordinary, and let him transform you from the inside out. He has a great plan for your life. Plan to not only see you grow and develop as a person, but also to help others on their journey and making many disciples along the way. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you into everything I need you to be for my kingdom. I just want to finish with some thoughts for us to wrestle with. Maybe over the next, over today and the next week or so, just some thoughts to wrestle with. And then number one, have I chosen to live a life on mission? Have I chosen to live a life on mission? Or am I still 
just trying to fumble my way through? Am I still just hoping things will all just come together somehow? Number two, have I chosen to live a life beyond myself, helping others on their journey? You want to get closer to Jesus? Help someone else in their journey and their brokenness. Because there you will find him with you always. Am I willing to leave the comfortable and familiar to see God do the extraordinary? Am I like, man, that's a challenge. That's a challenge. What's something that you know that God is impressing on your heart to go beyond? And is it time for me to choose to follow Jesus? Come follow me. Maybe that's your next step. Maybe that's what Jesus is putting on your heart today. Come follow me. I've got a great plan for your life. I just want to close in prayer right now. Father, I want to thank you for this church. Father, I want to thank you for the sense of mission that you've placed upon this church that starts with encountering you, Lord Jesus, and finishes with helping others on their journey and seeing lives transformed. And Father, I pray that each and every person in this room tonight will just have that sense of what you want to say to them. We'll be obedient to that, whether it's choosing to follow you or whether it's choosing to go beyond the comfortable and the ordinary, whether it's choosing to stop looking at someone else and wanting to be somebody else and being comfortable with who they are and the skills and talents that you've put within their life. And Father, I pray that today afresh we will choose to come follow you into all that you have planned for our lives. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you.